I'm Iowa Kindumila, and you're listening to Clear Minds, Full Hearts. This is a very special episode for me, and we're going to keep it potent and sweet, just like some Texas tea, baby. In this episode, I'm talking to my brother, and if you've never interviewed a family member before, it's honestly kind of weird, but also really fun. I actually recommend it. If you don't already know, my brother and I are Nigerian, first generation with beautiful immigrant parents. And we were raised in the great state of Texas. Now, I know Texas is very problematic, but my brother and I have kind of drank the Kool-Aid and Texas will forever be great to us. I mean, they had us pledging allegiance to the state since we were in elementary school. All Texans are basically brainwashed and we kind of don't mind it. And even though Texas is kind of crazy, it's actually a really beautiful place. If you've never been there, I highly recommend it. Anyway, my parents moved to the U.S. in 1995 and bought our first home just five years later. My brother and I were raised in Richardson, Texas, a cute little suburb just outside of Dallas. There was a tennis club just like five minutes from the house that we grew up in, and my dad would take my brother and I there every Saturday for lessons. And then on Sundays, we'd go to church and watch football. And that's really when I fell in love with football. I never wanted to play, but it was so mesmerizing to watch. And little did I know, my brother was also falling in love with it. He was planning and scheming to make it to the league one day. It was a lifelong dream since I could remember, I don't know, like eight. I say eight, maybe like six. Yeah, I remember watching it with our dad. And so it just kind of was a dream of mine to be there one day because that's how you know you've made it. That's where people see you on TV every Sunday, Monday and they're talking about you whether it's good or bad i mean they're talking about you and you can become a household name my brother started playing football in seventh grade and he absolutely loved it he did have some challenges with being moved around position wise but all in all it was such an exhilarating experience for him since i played defense i was the one like laying the hits i was the one making like the hard hits or like the knockout blows so it just felt good knowing that there was like an ecstasy that kind of came with it. Just like, I have somebody in my sights and I'm about to just rock their lights. That's what I felt. I mean, I wanted to hit somebody. <laughs> For me, I saw myself as the storm. So uh, you know how there's always that like calm before the storm. I was always that like, let me get myself in a good headspace of just peace. And then when the soon as those whistles blow, like let the rage like go like just kind of go crazy not go crazy like that but just kind of like play whistle to whistle like give it my all like if there's any way for me to cause havoc on the field like let me cause it and I felt like that was every game for me and then after the game was over I mean I was just back to simple old me football is such an interesting sport in most of the positions you kind of got to be aggressive And there's an expectation that you know how to turn that off once you're off the field. For those of us who have aggressive moments, we know how challenging it can be to turn it off. And even though aggression is praised on the field, it's absolutely not welcomed off the field. And I'm so proud of my brother that he was able to manage that balance very well. He's gonna be so mad at me for saying this, but he's such a cute little guy. He's so fun loving. You would never believe he could be aggressive. But in actuality, he's a grown man, he's 30 years old, and let's be honest, we all have aggressive tendencies. 
While playing in high school, most kids want to go D1 with a full ride scholarship. That's absolutely the best case scenario. Unfortunately, my brother's path was a little different. His high school coach got him connected to Oklahoma Central University and things kind of took off from there. Being in Oklahoma as a freshman and a student athlete, uh, I just felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like there was nothing holding me back, I guess, besides myself. Anything that I wanted as a student athlete, at least as a young 18-year-old, I thought I could get. As a football player, whether we won a game or we lost a game, there was always a party. And I was always at those parties doing student athlete stuff. <laughs> but that came to a quick realization that I can't. Towards the end of the semester, I couldn't pay for classes because I didn't have enough like loans or financial aid. I wasn't on scholarships, so I had nothing to pay. I, I didn't get everything that I thought I could. I felt very panicked. Um, just because I was just like, how am I going to pay for this? Like, what am I going to do? Worried and just stressed about like, yes, I got like schoolwork to do, but I also got to figure out how I'm going to pay so I can continue going to school here. So I, I just, I didn't know. I felt lost and confused and just kind of how this is all going to get paid for. Being a college student and having to figure out how to pay for school is really hard. And because of these hardships, my brother came home just after one semester. I felt like a failure. I felt like uh, my dreams of making it to the league or at least doing well in college, at least in college football, has, is all now like shattered. There's no way I'm going back to another school to play football. It wasn't the the best feeling to be back at home. I was already away at college when all of these things started happening for my brother and it was so sad. I knew how important it was for him to be at UCO and even though I was still in college, I did my best to help him stay there. He spent three semesters at home and then transferred to the University of North Texas to finish his bachelor's degree. I always wondered why he didn't walk on at UNT and if he still wanted to be in the league. And during our conversation, I was finally able to ask those questions. I came to peace when I'm meeting that dream for two reasons. One, as much as being famous would have been great, I think I just don't, I personally just don't like all the like spotlight attention. So I'd like to, I'm a low key kind of guy. Let me keep everything under wraps kind of situation. But then also, I think I looked at the, the stats of what kind of, what it really takes to make it to the NFL. And then honestly, looking at my height and the position that I would have been in, I would not have truly made it. At the time, I was 5'9", 260. Most defensive linemen are 6'2", to 6'5", 300 pounds. I was severely undersized, but I was able to keep up with the guys. I'm so glad my brother was able to make peace with not making it into the league. And I had to make peace with not being the sister of a professional athlete who brought in millions of dollars literally for sport. And along the way, my brother gained some wisdom about the importance of education. Here is his advice to those that are pursuing a career as professional athletes. Work hard to be able to make it to college, especially on the education side of things, because that's where I believe I didn't have that understanding because sports are, are great and that's one way to like live your life and enjoy it, but as soon as that sport is taken away from you, you have all you really have left is your education or something that you're 
you're good at. So I would make sure you have that education piece as a, as solid as possible, because that at the end of the day could be your backup if you don't make it to the league or whatever. For everyone out there who's pursuing a career as a professional athlete, my brother and I wish you the absolute best of luck. We just also want you to have a plan for when that career is over because it's not something anyone can do forever. And even though his journey was a little hectic, we would do it all over again, baby. We're team no regrets over here. If I had the opportunity to relive that section of my life, to go back to Oklahoma and to go to UCO, whether it was for sports or not, I would take that opportunity up again. I'm Ayo Akindumila, and you've been listening to Clear Minds, Full Hearts. Thanks so much for listening to my brother's story.